0: CannabisRadio.com proudly presents 420 Clouds Cannabis Connection, where we converge the biggest names in entertainment, business, technology, and medicine, and connect them into our growing cannabis community, connecting and educating the world about cannabis. CannabisRadio.com presents 420 Clouds Cannabis Connection, ignited by MSIG.
1: Thanks for joining us on 420 Clouds Cannabis Connection. My name is Alex Mardikian, and I am the Chief Marketing Officer of MSIG. And welcome you to our 420 Cloud. With us today is Kamal Solomon from the musical group Lance Erbstrong. And guest hosting with me is Chad McKean from Other Side Farms and licensing group Mick McMoe. Kamal and Lance Herbstrong recently released the music video for their first original song, Ripped, featuring Big Daddy Kane for the movie of the same title, Ripped, which features comedians Russell Peters and Faison Love. Kamal, welcome to the show. Cool. Well, I guess uh, the first question I'd have is, how long has Lance Herbstrong been around? You
2: know, we st- we started in 2010. So, I guess, what is that, seven years now? Um, yeah. You know, kind of the group. Kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, not, we none of us really were envisioning what this has become. It was never planned to be a live act or anything like that. It just kind of started as a hobby and developed into what it is now.
3: Were you guys musicians beforehand, or, or playing music with other groups, or is it just kind of like, hey, let's get
2: together and just do something really cool? Well, so there's three of us in the group. There's myself, uh, Bill Sarver, and Peter De Stefano. Um, Pete De Stefano is a career. <laughs> he was uh you know most notably known as the guitar player for porno for pyros oh Uh, wow yeah with perry farrell back in the 90s um bill sarver has is a musician and has played in other bands um no one really of note that you guys would probably have heard of um but you know in the austin scene uh where he's from uh, and then myself, uh, not really a musician, but have been working in live music for 20 years now. So somewhat in the scene already. That's cool. So so how did you guys like originally meet? Were you guys like having a beer at a bar or kind of uh, hanging out at the beach? Well, so so <laughs> that's,
1: that's how we met.
2: <laughs> well, Bill, Bill Sarver and I were friends. Um And I had always appreciated what Bill was doing with some of his other bands. Um, And, you know, the whole thing started... Manu Chow, the the international artist, had released a song with uh, different song parts and stems almost as an open remix to anyone. Um, and being a big fan and friend of his, I I kind of reached out to Bill. I said, Bill, let's do a remix of Manu with The Clash. I know he he's a Clash fan. So we did that remix and that was it. It was just a hobby and a year went by and then we did another one and that kind of caught the attention of, some people um most notably thievery corporation i was working for them at the time the remix was uh, a mashup of a thievery song and another manu song um and everyone kind of everyone loved it uh and so thievery's record label hired us to do two more remixes for their other artists and bought them and that was kind of launched everything for us
1: wow that's That's cool cool. very very cool. cool So, how did you get um, the opportunity to write "Ripped"? I mean, where did that
2: come out of? "Ripped" was an interesting story. Um, we have a friend uh, that was, you know, uh, works in in film and TV, um, is also a fashion designer, and she was doing wardrobe for the film, and and she's a fan of of the band, of us, of Lance Armstrong. Um, she actually helped produce our photo shoot for our "Meth Breakfast" record. Um, where we kind of did a whole meth lab and everything. And she got enlisted, uh, Robert Rodriguez film studio guy. Yeah. It was a really, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you guys just say you had a meth lab? (laughs) Yeah. It was all metaphoric, uh, for the music. Uh,
1: Alex got excited. (laughs) I was just going to stop the show right now and say, can I get your number?
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that uh that i you know we actually deserve the grammy for for album packaging on that one if you have a chance check out the album artwork for that one oh, um Well, but I mean, yeah no, that was you know that was our classic rock record and it was just very high energy right out of the gate um and so it was just uh you know meth breakfast was just kind of a metaphor for you know being amped up right away right from a, the get-go
3: i like it that's cool man <laughs> uh man. so
2: so so, yeah, so Mitty had helped us with that photo shoot. She was a fan of the band, and then she had reached out to me one day and said, hey, I'm working on this stoner movie. Uh, they need a band for a scene in the film. Would you guys be interested? And, you know, we said, sure, and, you know, of course. Um, and they were shooting it in Austin where Bill was living. I was living there up until a few years ago. And and so we came in to do the the scene in the movie. Uh, we got to speaking with Brad Epstein, the director, we hit it off with him, uh, right away. And then I think, you know, once we were on site, uh, doing the shoot, that's when he had mentioned, you know, I know big daddy Kane, maybe we can do an original song for the film. And we just kind of got to talking about it. And one thing led to another and, and, you know, he connected us with, with Kane's people and, You know, I spoke to him briefly a couple times about what we were looking for in the song. We sent him a beat. He liked it uh, and then sent us his vocal. And after a couple passes, you know, we had the song.
3: That's awesome. So how does cannabis play into everything for you guys?
2: Well, I mean, cannabis, you know, I I think I speak for most artists in saying that, you know, It really is a driver for creativity um, and uh, opening up one's perspective to, to you know see things in a different light. Um, I've been a cannabis user for 20 years. Um, Pete in our band is is sober now. He had struggled with addiction back in the 90s, Porno for Pyros days. So so he's sober, but is more than comfortable to be around it at any given time. Um, and Bill is a light user of cannabis, um, prefers the psychedelics and things like that. So um, you're, you're carrying the weight of the other of group on the cannabis <laughs> usage. <laughs> 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 <So I'll, laughs> uh, but no, you know, I, I, it's something <laughs> I will use for. Forever, uh, I don't see myself ever stopping. Um, as I get older in age, I I, I use it more se- or around people more selectively. I think the yeah. strains are so strong now that um, <laughs> if I if I smoke the wrong one, I, I tend to get some induced. paranoia And, and uh, you yeah, know, it's to be around the, just the people that that uh, I'm comfortable with
3: makes sense. So so yeah. you know, when you when you were doing this song for the movie, like what was how was the overall experience? I mean, like what what did you was it fun? Was it You know, I wrote a book once. It was kind of a pain in the ass, to be honest. I thought it was cool at first. But I'm wondering if doing maybe a song for a movie, you know, was it like a great experience? Was it like a very,
2: you know, labor-intensive experience, you know? Well, the the song itself was fun um, because, you know, like I said, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, originally, we were just enlisted for the photo shoot to be the band in the scene. Um, And, (laughs) you know, that component of it is, I mean, shooting anything for film and TV, Right, is, is, you know, it's always about the shot and there's a lot of downtime sitting around on the set. And, you know, especially when you are trying to mimic a concert experience for film and TV, you know, it's, 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 it's it's nothing like what a real concert is like, you know? I mean, there, there were certain times where we had to pretend we were playing without any audio and then we would do (laughs) it with audio. And so, I mean, we know that what the, the end result is, is for the screen, um, but shooting things like that is never really that fun. Although when the shooting was over, we did just then play about six to ten songs for the staff as they had some drinks and wrapped up shooting for the day. So that was, that was fun. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and got to see everybody enjoy themselves after a long day on the set. Um, but the song itself was, was cool, you know. I mean... The chance to do something with Big Daddy Kane, which, you know, we would probably never have yeah. come to us if not for this movie, um, you know, so so that's amazing. We're all fans of his music from way back. Um, yeah. And somebody pointed out in, in one of the blogs that had picked this up that I thought was pretty cool. It was, you know, because the movie takes place in 1986 and then flash forwards to the future. And they had mentioned that Big Daddy Kane started his career in 1986. And Oh, wow. And Now, is you there? This song is out, you know, in the in the current day for this film. So I, th- I always thought that was an interesting little fact that that's I wasn't cute, aware. That's cool. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that definitely.
1: So I am here with Kamal Solomon from Lance Herbstrong, and after the break, I want to talk to you more about music and, of course, cannabis.
0: More of 420 Clouds Cannabis Connection coming up, but first, let's connect you with our sponsors.
2: The Boober
0: Way, connecting the world to cannabis one show at a time. Welcome back to 420 Clouds Cannabis Connection, ignited by Insig and the 420 Cloud app, only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: And we are back with Lance Armstrong's own Kamal Solomon. With this, this being your first like uh, original song, right? That you guys <laughs> have written. So, I mean, how's that expanding with your user, your fan base? Now, because you guys have just been doing mashups, you know, this yeah. time. And so where is that going now? How do you see that for your, you know, widening your base?
2: You know, we, I mean, we hope that... uh You know, the the band has been somewhat on a hiatus, you know, not totally on hiatus, but there's been a lot of major life changing events um, in the three of our lives in the last few years that have slowed things down for the band. Um, You know, we did this about two (laughs) years ago, and so now that it's actually coming out, it's kind of like... uh, it's, it's kind of like a, a nice little wake-up call to say, you know what, the song is out, let's get busy again. Yeah. Um, we know that things have, have somewhat been on hold for us just due to life, um, but, but now's the time to get going again, and let's see what we can, we can make of it.
3: Alex, that's usually code for somebody got married in the band oh <laughs> <laughs> when, when the band slows down somebody got married usually you know
1: see with chad see the great part about it is he speaks that tongue he turns around he knows how to go from the grower side from the music side so it's like okay i got it now okay so so i wonder who got married
2: <laughs> no it wasn't it wasn't a wedding it was uh well it was really it was me i mean i had been oh. working then living in in Austin for nine years. I worked for C3 Presents, the the live event company um, that does Austin City Limits and Lollapalooza and, and major wow. festivals and wow. events. I had left that job. I quit that job and moved my family to Costa Rica. Um, and so that was a big life move for us. Yeah. Uh, it took yeah. me out of Austin, um, you know, where Bill and I were living together. You know, I would typically go up to his house, you know, once a month and we would work on music in it at his house. And it just kind of slowed things down in that regard, uh, while I got on my feet and figured out my new career. And, and yeah, I mean, that, that was really the the, the main event. Very cool. Very cool. So I think this, uh, the name Lance Armstrong, right? It's yeah. like, so
1: do you have ties to Lance Armstrong?
2: We do. I mean Lance is a friend of ours. Um w- when I worked at C3 Presents in Austin, uh we originally that company was called Capital Sports and Entertainment and had a, a music side and a sports side and on the sports side Lance Armstrong was their biggest client. Oh, so wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. So so those sports guys were all office in the same place we did. Lance was a friend of ours um, you know when earlier i had said you know we we had done those songs for thievery corporation's record label and they had purchased them and said okay now you need a name and at that time it was just bill and i we had just done this really as a hobby um they said you need a name so we you know we had no idea this was going to become a live thing we we didn't even know what it was going to become we just thought maybe we would just do these two songs and that was it and so we were really just, you know, messing around with, with names, just different marijuana pun names. Um, Lance Armstrong was the one that really stuck, you know, coincidentally that, that we knew him. Um, everyone loved it in the office. And so we just went with it.
3: That's cool. Very cool. I like that. So, so you, you, uh, were you, were you around Lance when all that crazy stuff was going on, you know, with the steroids or whatever?
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, I when Lance, i don't know if you guys knew, but we we played or headlined the Austin Reggae Festival, I think, in 2013 or something like that. Oh, wow, that's and, awesome! Yeah, Lance had sat. He came and sat in with us on drums for a couple songs, <laughs> and that was his first public <laughs> appearance since I think his his fall from grace over this uh. whole steroid issue
3: i was gonna ask if he was on steroids but clearly he probably wasn't (laughs) (laughs) played the drums real aggressive (laughs) hey that was pretty brutal you know he
2: he he destroyed some people's careers man it was pretty gnarly yeah you know i mean lance is a friend of ours and you know i I try not to get too much involved in what he's done you know i don't really want to comment on any of that um what i have said in the past is you know Lance has also accomplished some great things. I mean, if you look at, you know, the, his foundation and how much they've done for cancer um, and cancer patients, you know, so I think, you know, look, everyone has their faults and, uh, you know, a fall from grace, so to speak. But I think, you know, you also got to look at how much good the guy has done. Um, you know, not many people can dine at the white house and lobby in front of Congress. Oh, no, without question. Thanks. You know, so
1: insanity. So, I mean, the, the big question obviously comes peering up. Have you smoked with him? <laughs> <laughs>
2: we don't care about anything else. But, I mean, I've definitely smoked around him. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I can't, you know, honestly, I'm not even sure if he's taken a hit. But he's been around us while we've been smoking. Um, he's played several shows with us. You know, we smoke on stage. And, um, yeah, I, I, I can't recall if he's that Awesome. Yeah, Alex- yeah that,
1: that means he's had definitely contact time.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, see, Alex, <laughs> Alex, Alex Alex, doesn't do too well with cannabis. You know, I, I remember one time, a long time ago, I gave oh. him a brownie. I gave him a brownie like 10 years ago. <laughs> he ran to his house and hid
1: under the covers and started crying. Okay, crazy. okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's be very straight about this story, okay? It starts out with, I'm super hungry. We're by the side of a pool. And I turned around and I said, oh, that's a real chocolatey brownie. I ended up eating four of them. And he's like, hey, I'd calm down on that. So, yeah, of course. Yeah, I did run home. You are right. And I did hide. It was pretty brutal. So, yeah, a lot different than being around a contact high. My yeah. point my point is, Alex, you can't ride a bicycle
3: if you're smoking weed, bro. Come on. It doesn't go hand in hand. Dude. The guy can't. You know what I mean?
1: Come on. It doesn't, oh, smoking. man. So, well, this makes Lance Armstrong so much bigger. Yeah, I love it. Um, so, so, so. Come on. What's your yeah. favorite strain? You,
2: you know, have, I like to have one. I like, you know, specific strains, I can't keep up. I there, there's so much evolving right now and so much change, changing that the actual names I just can't keep up with. But um anything that's a nice sativa that gets you up and moving uh yeah, is is stuff. really what I like. Yeah, you like um, stuff, yeah. Yeah, and I work for Damian Marley now, and he's developing his own strains of stuff. So I'm I'm curious to see uh, everything that he's got coming out. Um, His you know his stuff is Stony Hill, uh, the name of his new record, which is also coming out, and and a whole line of marijuana products. Very unique,
1: very unique relationship with that one. He's actually uh, we are partners with Stony Hill on uh, yeah on one of our divisions of. uh Vita C B D. So very cool. So MSIG, our company, you know, we're publicly traded. And yeah, mad respect to uh, Stony Hill and da- you know, and Damien. So that's uh that's rad. It's like a small family. You know, exactly. you, you didn't you didn't even realize you had us as cousins. Now we are. <laughs> we'll call upon you now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we want free we want free tickets to the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sure, we could work something
1: out. <laughs> you guys are awesome, man. <laughs> oh man! So, saying that, I mean, so you know, and looking at what you know, Lance Herbstrong's Ar- doing. What is your you know upcoming tours? You know, do you have something uh, on the brink coming on that, or what's happening?
2: Right now we are, you know, we're using the new found attention from the ripped release to like I said earlier to give us a little jump start to, you know, get busy again. We have, you know, we got we're not far off from releasing another record. We just need to get a little bit, you know, we just need to get busy now and apply ourselves and realize that, you know, this ripped release has breathed some new some new life yeah. into the Lancerb strong name. Um nice, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, and, and, and we, 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 all, we basically have another record done. We need to get Pete, our guitar player, we need to have him, you know, send us some guitar parts for about half the songs and then just do some final mixes. Um, but, you know, it's, it's in line with the evolution of, the, of what we've been doing from the you know the last three records. I think uh, the songs get stronger and uh, uh, we get better. And, um, you know, I think, I think people are really going to like the next record.
1: We have to take one
2: more break, so everybody stay with us.
1: We're going to wrap up things with Kamal Solomon after this break.
0: More of 420 Cloud's Cannabis Connection coming up. But first, let's connect you with our sponsors. Running a successful cannabis business
1: isn't easy. Successful businesses need to have strong people to achieve long-term results. At Live Advisors, we believe people are the heart of business, and training people can help you infinitely grow your business. Learn more about our offerings at liveadvisors.com.
3: Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP.
0: Connecting the world to cannabis one show at a time. Welcome back to 420 Cloud's Cannabis Connection, Ignited by Insig and the 420 Cloud app, only on cannabisradio.com
1: And we are back with our last few minutes with Kamal Solomon of Lance Herbstrong. So do you, do you guys do any type of recording, you know, back in
3: the day I had a band and, and it was so hard to get everybody together a lot of times, especially if they're musicians who are doing other projects as well. Are you guys doing a lot of stuff like uh like like, you know, through through um, you know, online or through the internet? Are you recording through the internet or is it is it still like we still have to meet up and and physically get together.
2: Um, no, we 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 definitely do stuff remotely. I mean, typically the way it works is I will choose the song to be remixed or the songs to be mashed up, um, and I will send them to to Bill. And and this is this is kind of where Lance Erbstrong works really well. Um, I have a very good instinct, uh, an audio instinct, and then Bill and his engineering skills. Um the two of us make a really good combo. So I'll send him a song uh or songs and then he'll make it work um after some time and he'll do a lot of various engineering tricks and things to get things, to get the songs to match up. And by the time he sends me usually the first pass, I already know we have something. Like 90% of the time, the first pass he sends me, I'll be like, okay, great. This is a great start. Um and then we'll go back and forth with different edits. Um, until we get to a certain point where we feel like we're ready for Pete and then we'll send that to Pete. Pete will record his guitar parts in his home studio, send them back to us um, and then Bill will layer those in and we'll just go back and forth again a a few more times and I'll listen to it a thousand times until I can't anymore Um, and then and then usually we're done. We send it off to mastering and that's it. while I was in Austin, it was always really nice for Bill and I to physically get together and make some of those last final changes. That is a challenge now that I, I live overseas um, and something that I do miss. Um, it, it was always good to physically be together to finalize the song. Um, and that's, you know, like I said, one of the reasons that why we've slowed down a lot, you know.
1: Wow, so you are still in Costa Rica.
2: I'm still living in Costa Rica, yeah. Wow, very yeah. cool.
3: Must be yeah. nice, huh? <laughs> yeah. A
2: See, lot of people new, said our that new, when our I've...
3: new
1: cousin, we can go visit him in Costa Rica. It's not there we go. yeah,
2: that's right. <laughs> Woo. I've been meaning to go to Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful place. We I love it. You know, I have three little kids and it's just a great place for them to grow up. Um and you know, outside of the U.S., which is really where we'd want, to, want it to be, and they're learning a new, new languages. I mean, they're, they're speaking Spanish now, which awesome. is re- really the primary driver. And so, yeah, I can't complain. It was, it was a ta- challenging move, the hardest thing I think I've ever done in my life to quit my job and just go with really just a hope and a prayer. Um, but, you know, everything worked out. That's awesome. I awesome. think it all happens for a reason. So,
3: great yeah. man you are, my friend.
2: Nice. Thank you. <laughs>
1: So, uh, go ahead, Alex. Nah, you go. It's do you fine. Guys, do
3: you guys have any upcoming tours uh, planned or, or events or anything like that? Some showcases?
2: We just played, uh, we just played a wedding for my family. My sister-in-law just got married two days ago and the band came up here, played that wedding. And then they went on to Denver and did an MMJ showcase last night, I believe um mm-hmm. uh, without me bill and pete did that on their own i'm I'm still up here at the family house for the wedding um we have a show in biloxi mississippi i think coming up in september um and then we always do a few private events uh we're a great private party band i mean right back yeah sounds know, like a lot fun. of fun it, it, it i mean you know what you know what it is is it's people love to hear what they know and yes then, they love to hear what they know in a different way that's done tastefully even better. And I and agree. that's what we do. And we do it, I, th- you know, I'll not so humbly say we do it better than most. Um, and, you know, from the years of playing and seeing those reactions on people's faces as they hear their some of their favorite songs but done in a new way that's classy and tasteful. I,
3: I know exactly um, what you're talking about. One, one of my yeah. favorite songs, uh, Hallelujah by, uh, what was that, Leonard Cohen, I think did that originally. Yeah, and, and to hear that song remade, you know, there have been a couple that weren't so great, but there have been some amazing remakes of that song. Yeah, Same kind of thing you're yeah. talking about. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. So, I, gosh, I would love to hear you guys
1: play live. That would be awesome. Yeah, for sure. So, how do we find your music?
2: So, the, the best place to, all right. So, really, an, another ma- major event, when I talked earlier about major events that slowed the band. And down. What happened was right when I moved to Costa Rica, SoundCloud also canceled our account, which was a big, big, big slowdown for us, you know, because because I guess they had new copyright software that came into effect. And if you had three copyright violations, you got your account kicked off. Oh, wow. Uh, And so we had, you know, SoundCloud for DJs and artists was the primary platform to share and spread music. And we had 9,000 followers on SoundCloud. You know, some of our biggest remixes, our biggest remix was Jimi Hendrix all along the watchtower with a pretty light song. And that had Uh 2 million plays, you know, we had yeah, we had several other remixes that had hundreds of thousands of plays. I mean, those were big numbers, you know, that's pretty brutal, man. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, the two, the, 2 million plays uh, mark that's like dead mouse and Skrillex type numbers so yeah. you know, that was a big it was a big draw for us that just suddenly went away um, we've mm-hmm. since re enlisted in SoundCloud but the numbers are down the most of our remixes are not allowed are flagged so they they can't be put up there so that was a big thing that took wind out of our sales as far as uh, people getting to find our music and discover us Um, But right now, the best way to to hear our music is LanceHerbstrung.com, just uh, um, on the website, and you can download all three of our records for free. Um, And I think we have one record on Spotify. Ironically enough, the one that made it through the copyright uh, software is the one that samples all the super famous classic rock tracks. So I don't (laughs) understand that, how that worked, but... So so is, it just,
3: is it just to follow some type of, um, you, you know, they you, you used to do all the, the coding by the, uh, the, the, the length of the song, right? A lot of a lot of times it was found by the length of song, the song, the time of the song. How, how are they finding the copyright violations for one? And two, um, I mean, you guys probably have some paperwork on this, right? Or something to use
2: these artists' music or... No, no, I mean, because, you know, some of the remixes we've done, we have a verbal blessing from the artists, you know, the yeah. like Thievery Corporation, for example. Sure, go ahead, remix any of our stuff, you know, cool. but um, getting permission from a record label is a whole different thing from having an artist's blessing. Sure. Um, and the record labels are the ones that are impossible to deal with, you know, so and it, it, was, a, it was something we never really wanted to do. Um, and I think just as technology gets better, you know, the way that Shazam works with recognizing what a song is to be able yes. to tell you, um, I think that's really what happened. And, and, you know, SoundCloud would then just flag the copyright material. And so we had three streams. You know, everything we do was, is a, basically a copyright infringement of some sort. We I mean, were not making money off it. So it isn't really. But that's, you know, the way the industry evolved well the good the good
1: news uh kamal is this we're going to be featuring your music and the video over on 420 Cloud, and I don't think we'll be having any copyright issues over there, so... <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> Let it roll! Let's go. Let it, it roll! It. <laughs> well, I would encourage you guys to to, to download our, our albums, and check it out. There's a lot more in there that uh, I think you'll enjoy. Um, like I said, more of the, the what you've known, the familiar stuff, but in a new way. Um, you know, we have a Legalize It remix, which is a mashup of Sublime's Ooh. version and yeah. Peter Tosh's version, and that Very one... Good. Always get some good good coverage around 420. Um, the original Sublime Estate tweeted that out uh, as a great remix of their song. So we were honored to have them do that. And well, that's pretty cool. Will. All
1: by, right, the way, by the way, it's a
3: free yeah. album, you know what I mean? So <laughs> why wouldn't you yeah. download it? It's yeah. good music, right? It's free yeah. nowadays.
1: Nowadays, it's not a lot of music for free, you know? Yeah. Not yeah. the good stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's for
1: sure. All right. Well, we're going to be tying it up. So just uh, thank you again,
2: Kamal. I appreciate that. you guys that. for taking the time to speak with us. We appreciate it. Awesome. Or- Can't wait to see you guys. Yeah. All right, All right you guys. Thanks again.
1: Thanks again. Take care. All right. Cheers. So, George, want to find out more about MSIG? Go to msiggroup.com or check out our ticker symbol on the OTC, MSIG. That's M-C-I-G. Download the 420 Cloud app, available both on Android and Apple. Open the doors to opportunity throughout the nation by posting your free ads on 420jobsearch.com. Thank you for joining us for this edition of 420 Cloud's Cannabis Connection. You can download episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, and very soon, iHeartRadio. Make sure to go check out LanceHerbstrong.com.